have more fun than anyone in town. I want to get in on this, but I have no musical abilities. If you got some songs, then sing them. Because it's Thanksgiving with the Binghams once again. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> Everything in the room we're sitting in, it's an anxiety havers. Havers? <laughs> Worst uh, nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> if you bump something in this room, it will... Domino It's effect. most likely holding something else up. Oh, most definitely. And that something is probably fragile and expensive. Yeah. I found a lost child over there <laughs> behind the backdrop. I believe it. <sighs> it's better than that little fort we were going to use. The, or the little sound booth <laughs> that, that weighs 900 fun, pounds. Nose to nose. That would have been nose fun. Nose to nose. It would, it's like we're... It's like we're recording a podcast while we're challenging each other to a heavyweight bout. <laughs> Cameras yeah, it's like, flashing. Uh, when boxers do a weigh-in and they yeah, go right yeah, up yeah, to the yeah. nose to nose there. Oh man! So yeah, now uh, that we're on a little fortress, our acoustic fortress, we can say whatever we want. One thing that I want to say is we've got Brandon Bingham in the house. Cue the air horn sound effect. It's not really necessary. Okay, come on, Brandon. That's how I do it. It's a podcast. <laughs> crying out loud you can't even see me dabbing people, can you can you see me dabbing 30 people will have heard that sound <laughs> this is how we bing them <laughs> this is how we look at how we bing them no. okay welcome to the show old friend thank you Brandon thanks for Bingham, having me everybody so yeah and our recording location right now is appropriate as well because this is the hollowed ground on which we met and co-worked yes for a while didn't we Yes, it is. Yeah. In fact, it's the last job I uh, ever had uh, so far in my life, and it's probably my favorite. Listeners out there may know, on this show, we take a deep dive into the minds and lives of the ordinary people, I guess you could say, and we uh, showcase the extraordinary tidbits that are kind of peppered within their bodies like little flecks of gold. Okay, I like that. And uh, yeah, we bring that out. I didn't like being called ordinary, but I'll take gold flecked. Okay. Brandon is just a regular guy. More is what he wanted. <laughs> That's what he's getting at. He's just a regular guy. But unlike you and me, he has fans in countries I didn't even know had internet. <laughs> he even gets fan mail. Raise your hand if you get fan mail. I see one R raised. <laughs> Could you hear me raise it? <laughs> What's the most bizarre thing you've ever... Be honest. Oh my okay? gosh. <laughs> the most bizarre thing you've ever received from a fan. So I've got to be careful here because I certainly don't want to offend anybody uh, who may be listening, maybe if it's the person who sent this, but sometimes we will get uh, used toys uh, for the kids, which we don't actually mind, you know, because it's kind of cool that they want to maybe do a hand-me-down situation where their kids can then pass stuff on to us. My kids loved this. Maybe yours will too. For sure. This item, however, in particular, looked like it maybe had been thrown up on. Maybe it had been used with like chocolatey fingers and then never washed and then put into a box and sent to our home. So we opened it up, the smell of whatever used to be on it coming out of the box with noticeable stains all over it. And I just thought, I'm not letting my kid touch this. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, my Stretch Armstrong is missing. Is that where it went? <laughs> no. I want it back. I do appreciate Somebody the thought though, Dylan. Thank you. <laughs> Mom, quit mailing the Binghams my to old toys. <laughs> I'm just flattered to know she still watches. What other things do you get? Uh, so our favorite things, if I can say, are some of the personalized things. People will custom make things that have like our logo or our family names in it. Uh, especially around the holidays, we'll get a lot of Christmas ornaments. Those are cool. We did have Homemade somebody... Christmas ornaments? Yes, with our names, pictures, Boom. made out of clay, things like that. 
I have to say though, probably the standout was someone made an entire Lego set of our family with our logo as the backdrop, with every figurine custom made to our family with building instructions. Each bag was diagrammed that had Lego on it. And they called yeah. it, this is how we bring them set. It said ages from this to this. And it was the ages of our family. It was so custom that you opened up the teeny tiny briefcase that the guy was holding that had a laptop inside. When you opened it up, it had our logo no. and the number of subscribers that we had on the screen. Like it was next level. I can't imagine if you've reached that, it doesn't matter. You could receive <laughs> a severed head and you probably still wouldn't re <laughs> Yeah, we've gotten a couple of those. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And you know what? The lights just went out. <laughs> We're putting out the lights in this. <laughs> so uh, actually, you know what? Speaking of which, I'm going to do a new little segment here. Send me some bizarre stuff. Ooh. We're going to do a contest be here. Be careful asking Can for you? bizarre stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I want everybody, it's going to be a weekly contest. Every episode, we just touch on it. Whoever sends the most bizarre item wins a day with the Bingham family. <laughs> and um, so ship all the weird stuff to, let's see, I got the address here. <laughs> P.O. Box 1276, Pleasant Grove, Utah, 84062. Wait, that's not mine, is it? <laughs> so send it there get that prize hey if i can what are you gonna do with the winner uh, on the day i'm thinking like you make a them clean 14 up day mediterranean cruise that's what i <laughs> with just them you just drop them off you need some time by yourself because that stuff you sent me <sighs> toenails what <laughs> so let me okay so now that we've talked about a couple of things you're probably wondering fans Male? What? So let's tell the listeners what kind of fans I'm referring to. Yeah. So Brandon Bingham, with over 330,000 YouTube subscribers, Brandon and his family have risen among some of the most acclaimed daily family vloggers with their energy, creative family living, and most important, consistency. I put that one on the end because I think that's the... Don't you think? I think that's the key to it, Dude, honestly. that honestly is just... You never stop, do you? No, it's an everyday thing, and that's where a lot of people will bow out, is when they realize yeah. the grind of going every day. One thing goes wrong in their life, throws them off kilter, and yep. they're just like, oh, we gotta you trash get a late the thing night, out. You know, and, and yeah. I started this back when we worked together, and we traveled yeah, a lot and together. I remember and... you, even when we were traveling, and it was like a nightly thing, but I bet back home, too, once the kids are in bed, that footage is dumped, dragged, vigorously twirled around into a masterpiece, like a nice salad. What okay. is your... Schedule like what's your schedule? Like? Uh, so my schedule's gotten a lot better. It was it was hectic as you could possibly imagine when I was doing the full time job here with you. Uh, the schedule was I would say if I were to go back to it, it was unlivable, unmanageable. I only slept probably two or three hours a night. Yeah. Uh, once the kids got into bed, I'd dump the footage. I'd start the editing process. I was not as quick or efficient with it, so I'd be up until three or four in the morning most nights. Then I'd get up and get ready to go to work. Uh, you know, sometimes to the gym if I could fit it in there, like six in the morning. Yeah, uh, you're just saying. <laughs> you have to just throw that one in there. I, I work out. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> I was wondering actually, where do you know where the weight room is? So anyway. Anyways, when we would get to the, the traveling was like the hardest. It was my favorite part of the job, but we would get into our hotel room sometimes at one o'clock in the morning and YouTube is a relentless machine that you have to feed every day. And so I could not expect to go to bed. I had to stay up, finish the vlog, take the footage that my wife sent over, download it in the hotel room, edit it together, upload it at the mercy of whatever the upload speed was of the hotel, and then hope that it's done before we headed off to our first meeting. Some nights never even going to bed. Yeah, it's one of those ever-growing 
It's a monster. It's its own animal. The YouTube would... has created its own media format. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Like I saw it happen and I was just thinking, oh, what a fly by night thing. Right. It's a Mickey Mouse operation. But Mickey the, Mouse uh, turned out all right for them. Mickey Mouse is, I think Mickey Mouse is over all of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, that's probably true. But I will say this. Hands like, out to the earth and there's two ears <laughs> above the earth. <laughs> that wouldn't even surprise me. Somebody needs to do that. But my kids, they don't even have favorite TV shows. If you ask like young, young kids, which I hope you're not talking to a lot of young kids on your own, but <laughs> as you ask them what their favorite TV shows, they don't know TV shows. They know YouTube channels. They have their favorite YouTube channels. That's It's the new... We're in here. I'm flailing my arms so far and wide. I don't mind doing it. So the, the dark, lights but... just went off. This is actually kind of cool. This, this actually is, is... I might do all of my podcasts like this I from now on. Video this real it's quick. Pitch this is dark, pretty everybody. Cool. The lights just went out. We don't know why. I'm feeling around for my camera in here. There we can go. Can you? You can at least hear me though, right? You don't need to you. see me to hear me. I can me. see a do thing you? glow from your laptop, and uh, yeah, it's actually do a nice I look profile. Cool? Oh, very. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lights just went out. Here we go. So, oh yeah, the media format. So my friend from high school. I saw this happen with her and the rest of the Butler crew. You know, she yeah, married yeah, yeah. Casey. Uh, we should get her on the show. That would be amazing. Kaylee, call in. Let's wrap. She's all right. Kaylee's gonna call in now. Are we taking phone calls? No. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, just a random one. <laughs> Mom, is that you? <laughs> oh man. Did you ever think you'd be doing this full time? Uh, you know what? No. There did come a time when I realized the potential for that, and that's when we really started to grind. Um, you know, because it's it's a lot of work to do do for fun and for the passion. That's how it starts, and that's what's great about it. Because if you are passionate about it and you love it, you don't really notice how hard it is. But then, when we saw the potential that this could actually be like our full time living, our job, then a light just popped on, and we realized that this is something that we could do. <laughs> saw that light bulb just light up right above your head. Lights just came back Lights on. Lights just came back yeah. on. These jokes are a lot funnier if you can see. <laughs> People have very vivid imaginations. I believe that. I yeah. believe that. Yeah, yeah, so there did come a time when we realized this, this had potential. And so we were... <laughs> starry-eyed about it considering that we could maybe like earn a living for our family while still spending time together as a family because oftentimes that's the trade the better living you have the less time you're probably spending with the family because you're working so hard uh, but it's a very unique situation to be able to have your work be with your family and be able to spend that time with them while still earning enough to give them a lifestyle that they deserve yeah american dream I guess anybody up from an outward view looking at the situation is like the trifecta with your family you still have uh, some means for livelihood and then you have uh, where you can affect so many lives. Yeah, and it's something that, like I said, we just love. Like, we're just passionate about it. And so it still is a daily grind. And some days you're just like, yeah. I just feel like sitting on the couch and not videoing me sitting on the couch you're, today. Yeah, you're sitting there and you're trying to come up with your, what's the teaser going to be? What's the title going to be? Yep, every day. Uh, we used to play little jokes on Brandon when yes. we worked together. Brad yes. and I. So Brad, another coworker we would try and insert the wording from that day's episode <laughs> teaser or the title yep. into like a text conversation yep. or, or just into conversation at lunch in general. So like we'd just yeah. be having lunch and yeah. talking about a story and somehow it would work its way back to the title of the vlog that day. Yeah. <laughs> it would had surprise take, me every time. I had to take my uh, cat to the vet. Uh, <laughs> That I found behind a dumpster. <laughs> I didn't find him behind oh. the dumpster. <laughs> That's but, always uh, where you picture cats being found uh, that are half frozen. 
What were some other examples? Uh, you know, it would always be the ones that were like super obscure, something that would not yes, happen in one of your lives. It was like the more points you got. It, it was harder to get into a conversation. And yes. my favorite was, is, is would just be not seeing it coming. And I'm just kind of following down the rabbit hole in the conversation, eating up every bit of it. And then boom, the title hits me in the face. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you guys have been making this whole thing up, haven't you? And you guys would just look at each other and be like, yeah, like there's, we're not actually doing that, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think of one like, that but, was about traveling and you guys full on had me believing we were going on a trip because we did a lot of like very last minute trips. Like, hey, we're leaving for LA in 20 minutes. I don't remember. I don't remember. Our, I have to go through it. Is, you got to think I've pumped out like a thousand titles yeah. at this point. So and it's hard to remember, remember all the titles. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, if I remember it, I'll whisper it in your ear and it'll be like a little whisper challenge. Hey, are you doing that? Yeah, I, that oh was my a gosh, course. that was You just stuff. did it, <laughs> but you just did it. That's an uh, example. We just did a whisper challenge. Yeah. Wow. Uh, father, son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was on a frozen lake. It was adorable. Check it that out. That is pretty adorable. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. Good to have you here. How does it feel to switch mediums, by the way, from video to audio? I'm actually enjoying it. Like I was uncomfortable and apprehensive as I accepted the invitation because... I, first of all, I enjoy editing out all of my screw ups and that's something that I can do when I'm recording myself on the vlog. Uh, and then two, I'm also just very visual. My hands are always flailing. They're always moving around to kind of yeah. like give the feeling of energy and excitement. And there's just none of that. Like it's just my voice, your voice. You guys can't see anything I'm doing over here. Uh, yeah. So I was a little, little worried about that. But. And it's nice because you can still do all that stuff. Yeah. Like it, I've been doing jumping jacks yeah. over here. No, I was actually on your, on your ninth burpee. I was impressed that you could get back up to the mic each time. And you don't have to worry about what you look like, which is great. I was going to ask you, is my hair good for radio? Is that? <laughs> We're both nude, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Part of I, I'm not. <laughs> so this episode is going to come out on Thanksgiving. So, Yay. guess what we're going to talk about? Oh, turkey. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk traditions. about Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, let's say I'm your child for the day. This is really How a old big am stretch. I? I'm going to uh, let you... This today, is, we're going to do a little bit of improv I'm going to actually let you be my eight-year-old. Eight-year-old? Did I just say H? <laughs> eight-year-old. Okay, I'll be your eight-year-old. <laughs> I'm your eight-year-old. I'm picturing, you know what, no, you're going to be, I'm changing it on you now, because you made fun of the way I said eight. You're going to be my six-year-old now. I made fun of the way you said H. So, uh, six-year-old? Six-year-old, yep. All right. So I wake up, and I've got my self-branded t-shirt on. Uh, actually, that's this is what he's wearing today. He's wearing our, Perfect. this is how we bring a merch, get it at thisabbing.com slash swag. Okay, yep, go ahead. slash swag. <laughs> and... You come in, you knock on the door first, but then you open it right afterward. Why do dads do that, by the way? Have you ever noticed that? They uh, knock, and I, then I feel millisecond like they might later, do that they open when you the get door. Older. Uh, my kids actually sleep with the door open. I actually have two kids who share a room, and they sleep with the door open. The other one has to have it shut, but I don't ever knock. I'm just going in. Yeah, why even close the door then? Yeah. Okay, so you come into the room, you wake me up, and you're like, it's Thanksgiving. So if you're in my family, you are probably already awake. Okay, what time is By it? By the time we get in there. My kids are often up about 6, 6.30, whether we want them to be or not. Um, and so, and if we're going as real as real gets in my life, I'm downstairs in the basement editing that day's vlog, and the kids are getting up, and my wife is kind of like managing all of that breakfast morning stuff, because every day on our new schedule, I get up in the morning, and I start editing around 7 a.m. if possible, so that I can have the vlog out the door and uploaded by noon. Bingham to bed, Bingham to rise. Yeah. Makes a man healthy, wealthy, wealthy and, wise. and wise. Yeah. I'm, I'm not say, that healthy, dude. not that smart, and definitely not wealthy, but it's going to work. It's coming around. So we go, it's 
in the early in the morning. Yep. What's the first thing? So that happens. <clears throat> Thanksgiving morning, right? Thanksgiving morning. Bill Clinton, or who's the president? Trump. He's he's <laughs> over there. The he's Bill trying Clinton? to figure out which <laughs> turkey to execute. I thought they spared a turkey. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's okay. different. What if the president actually kills the turkey this year? Do you think that's? Do you think they can just make it the decision to change that tradition? Uh, I'm pretty sure they he's of the mindset that he can do whatever he and wants. And what if so. the turkey doesn't deserve pardoning? Yeah, you never know, like what kind of turkey you're letting off the hook, dude. What's the basis of the pardoning anyway? Like, yeah. what is the crime? Like a the, note the turkey from mom was being accused being of being overly delicious. I think that's it. Being <laughs> being too butterbolly. <laughs> Dude, the giblets. Having, having too big of a cavity to put stuffing in. Yeah, which I think is gross, by the way. That's another thing. Stuffing is the worst. We'll get to that here in a yeah. second, okay? I'm I want to talk, talk about, about this that. because you've got an interesting duck on your show. You need to do some planning, too. I don't love Thanksgiving dinners, so I don't know if we're going to get around I to that. I never eat that much on Thanksgiving. You know what Thanksgiving. I do? I sample. There's yeah. so much. And it's I do it because you that, have to. And everybody's doing it. That's always been kind of a weird thing to me. It's like it's the same food every year. Yeah. Don't you ever get sick of it? <laughs> Do you remember at work when the cafeteria was serving up like a Thanksgiving style dinner like three days a week? Yeah. And I'm like, I, it was like in anticipation of Thanksgiving. And I'm like, I'm over Thanksgiving food and we haven't had Thanksgiving yet. Exactly. They kept serving it up. So we go to the, what do we do? We go in the kitchen? So, Daddy. Let me, I take your hand. Here, okay. Here's a glimpse in into married life with young kids because we don't really get to have too many of our own Bingham family traditions with my wife and I and our kids. Because we're family. Yeah, we're splitting between two different families and we share every other year with the in-laws. So every other year we're doing Thanksgiving with her family and on the other years we do it with my family. And so Thanksgiving morning itself is just a lot of getting ready to go to whichever Thanksgiving it is. So it's just getting the kids dressed, usually some kind of a matching sweater, getting of their course. hair combed. Wearing the same thing. Yep, we do. We match and the kids. And you freaking, you wear the same, and then you're like, let me get in on that. Uh, let I me like get on to. on the matching sweater thing. As much as, as much as I can, I really do like to. I'm not maligning that. And I, and I think that like people think it's kind of weird, but it's almost like a team, like like jerseys and uniforms. It's like we're Team Bingham. And Boys we kinda, against girls. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but we're still on the same team. <laughs> so, so we'll get everybody ready. There's a different dynamic in getting ready for the different families' Thanksgivings because uh, they're very different from each other. So my in-laws, our Thanksgiving with them is very laid back. It's a meal, and we set up their Christmas tree, and we watch Christmas Vacation. And that is on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Okay. So we eat our meal. Once it's in our bellies and we're good to go, we turn on Christmas Vacation, the classic, and we set up their ginormous, like, 14-foot Christmas tree in their big front room. And that is Thanksgiving. Super chill, very laid back. My parents' side, the Bingham side, is a full, all-day, generally speaking, traveling event. Jamboree. It, yeah, I mean, it does. It comes full with a printed program, place no. settings for each individual, usually involves 50-plus people. And there are courses throughout the day that are intermittently separated by activities. So typically speaking, there'll be a service component where we will do some, like we'll put together kits for refugees or I can dig that. serving in the military, veterans, things like that. There are skits sometimes that are performed by the cousins and things like that. Does the, does the program include like a 
playbill for that? Yes, it cast? actually does. So it, it would. It would say who's doing what part, uh, what their name is. Uh, you know, always opening and closing prayers. People will share, share words. So like you could call it like giving like a talk almost, and their name will be next to their assignment. There's sometimes like joint singing numbers, and no one in our family can sing, but they'll get up and they'll sing like a little I don't know Thanksgiving song. Um, but why aren't there more Thanksgiving songs? <laughs> Because everyone wants to go right to Christmas after Halloween. Yeah. Like, November 1st is the kickoff to Christmas for most people, I feel like. Thanksgiving doesn't have as much gravitas as Christmas does. I wonder if it's because it can't be commercialized as easily. Yeah, that's true. somehow that has impacted its emphasis because retailers want to jump right into you thinking about buying presents. And so we, therefore, get into the holiday spirit super early as that stores the, are filled with trees and candies and stockings and Santas. and That ramp up is I mean, the Santas long. being introduced to malls is happening earlier and earlier. We went to the tree lighting and Santa arrival, and I want to say it was like November 2nd, somewhere early in November. And I'm just like, we skipped the whole month of November. Like, we're right into December vibe right now. Yeah, I've... Uh... I always have a hard time adjusting to that. I don't know if I kick against it so much, but I've just never been a November Christmas guy. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. We're actually in the middle right now of debating if we should decorate for Christmas or if we should hold off until the day after Thanksgiving. And we've got some interesting feedback from our subscribers because we threw that question out to them. Um, and it's... Do we want to tell the consensus? So I would actually say it's kind of split down the middle. I would say half the people have already decorated and they're saying go for it. And the other half are very adamant that it's either after Thanksgiving or December 1st, but disgraceful to do it before. So you kind of fall on one side or the other with that usually. Yeah. I'm kind of a post thanks guy on the decoration thing. Spoiler alert. We're holding off. All right. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. The Binghams are officially holding off until after Thanksgiving. Exclusive. Exclusive. So, dude, I was going somewhere I, with my you, tradition. I know, though. and that's what you're going to get with this show is we're up here and then we're down there and then we're over there and then we come right back around to over there. Okay, okay. Right where we left off. I just want to make sure I'm not the catalyst for it's that. It's miserable I'm just to listen the to. Ball. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we're miserable to listen to. I like that tagline. It's dude. good, huh? I could see it on a t shirt. Yeah, that's why it denotes sight rather than <laughs> listening. <laughs> If you look at this it's podcast, just so you're aware that it's, it's amazing. There. It's not meant to be listened to. <laughs> Don't listen to. to it. Just look, look at, at it. it. <laughs> Dude, can I tell you my Go super weird tradition? Go back to where though. you were. You were talking the about the playbill, and they sing the bad singers But here's sing the, the greatest song. part. Tell the me. Thanksgiving song. I want to know, somehow, can people comment? Can they do anything to like interact? Let me know if you've ever heard of this tradition or you have this tradition. Every Thanksgiving, we start with a gigantic plate of sushi. You can comment on... Instagram, listen to look, lowercase, listen to look on Twitter, okay, capital L, capital L, on the two words, and comment. We our our Thanksgiving so, tradition starts. Our, so to answer your question from twenty minutes ago of how Thanksgiving starts, it starts with sushi in our family. That okay. is one of, so, I think, yeah. one of the strangest traditions I've ever heard of, but my uncle started it years and years ago, and it was such a huge success that now we could not have a Thanksgiving without starting with a giant sushi platter. It's what just... time do you, what time does the sushi occur? So that's pretty early. I mean, it's like a brunch type sushi. What time does the activity, what time it's does the program day. take it's place? So you show up at like 11 or 10, or do so they want you there? So it's a traveling one, because we have, eyed. family takes turns hosting. So sometimes it's in Logan, Utah, sometimes it's in Idaho, sometimes it's in Sandy, Utah, where my parents are. Um, and so it just takes turn bouncing around to where the different locations if it's a traveling one then we've probably traveled out the night before 
um, and we're sleeping over in a hotel and we're waking up and going right to the event. Oh yeah, uh, smart but, choice with the hotel. Yeah, I mean you got to because we've tried it before in the past of waking up early and driving there and just showing up for it and we're in like super bad moods. The kids have been terrible because they've been in a car ride. We don't want to see anybody in our family because we're already over it and then it's like, oh boom, by the way, your nine hour day of fun and eating is starting. So, oh, and one other thing because this is just something and I'm going to, sorry if my mom Nothing or my, should be done for nine grand. hours straight. <laughs> and listen to this by though. By the way, that's just it me. includes that's some me. Foot Football, I'm not a Bingham. That's okay, because yeah. Thanksgiving has a little football. No sports allowed on Thanksgiving. I mean, we've played flag football a couple times, or touch, whatever you call it, the turkey bowl thing. Uh, we've done even paintballing as one of our activities in the middle. We've done rock climbing. But my grandma, from way back when, would not allow us to turn on television with football NFL games on on Thanksgiving. Low key. Are you in a cult? <laughs> I mean, yeah, some would refer to it as <laughs> <laughs> no sports on Thursdays, everybody. Yeah. Remember. Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving. Yep. Sport free. We go paintballing in the morning. Wait, you do? Yeah. Is that I just weird? said we did paintballing before. It was oh, a one-time really thing, but we've done paintballing as one of our activities. So there'll be like a big active activity, but then the rest are all like service and like creating crafts and like that kind of a thing. I could have sworn I was listening to you when you were talking. No, it's look, dude. You're looking and at you me. And you just, yeah. So we go paintballing. We get up pretty early. It's usually really cold. This uh, is every Thanksgiving for you. Yeah. I haven't been... It's been three or four years. I mean, right. honestly, On the, the older I've gotten, yeah. it's <laughs> kind of just... But I would still... If somebody... Here's what it is. If big oversized hands came and lifted me out of bed like a okay. child yeah. and put me in the car and yeah. then got me dressed and like, here's your paint all gun, here's your okay. things, here's your mask, and then, oh, got to put some CO2 in here. You just go with Do-do-do. it, yeah. Shove me out of the car. I'm there every year. Yep. But it's the ramping up and the building up to it. And I just, you know what? Maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah. Maybe this will be the year for the comeback. You got time. Yeah, I can still stock up, dude. I got a couple days. (laughs) So we show up really early and paintballs are usually frozen by the end. (laughs) But every, whoever's there for the first time, if somebody new is there, they have to run the gauntlet. So they have to strip down to their underwear and run and they can wear their mask but that's it oh my gosh yeah so do you get many people who accept invitations to your thanksgiving everybody does it do they know so every uh yeah they know it's just kind of like a rite of passage yeah but you are initiated initiated yeah you gotta be initiated like the the bruises and the welts on your body say i've been to dylan's thanksgiving yes the t-day gang has made its mark literally Yeah, Big for real belts. Yeah. So you go and you run as fast as you can, and there's usually eight or nine of us lined up a few yards away, and we just shoot at you while you walk, while you, you know. Like, <laughs> How many like hits would hunt? you see on average it's like that you duck land? Hunt, but with a person. Yeah, and a, like a very high-powered paintball. Yeah. So like on average, on a gauntlet, how many paintballs do you feel like land? Typically, I'd say eight. Wow, so you're walking yeah. through with eight naked paintballs. So yeah, the worst place to get hit I know right what the worst place is. Oh, okay. In the broad side of your quad, like hit, your thigh yeah, or whatever. Yeah, your thigh. Yeah. For some reason, that's the, the one that gets me every time. Oh, so we do can't that. imagine. Yeah. What's next? They hand you the program and yep. you're like, hey, you're doing lighting and sound. Go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so over the years, as families get bigger and they move around the country and stuff, it gets kind of harder to manage. But the, just the Thanksgivings that I remember, 
you know, you would have the program kind of detailed out and whoever's year it is that's hosting, they're in charge of creating that program and what the activities are and what you'll be doing. Um, and so just depending on how much effort they put into it, it could be very long and detailed. Um, sometimes it is a little simplified, but still it's more grandiose than most Thanksgivings I've ever been to. In my opinion, a little bit over the top, but I do appreciate the effort that's gone into the tradition creating over the years because even if we dialed it back 50%, we'd still have a pretty great family tradition for our family. So... I think that it kind of goes in this order of sushi, uh, you know, usually immediately following the active activity. So, you know, football, paintball, rock climbing, something more active. Maybe he's even just shooting hoops, some basketball games against each other. Come back in. No uh, sports. Well, I know, but you can't watch sports. You just can't veg. Like basically no oh, okay. TVs. That's yeah. I can that I was into. I thought you were talking about like you can't even look at a ball. Well, that I will day. say I can't I can I can't count the number of times that my grandma took the basketball from my hands to get me to focus up and to get back to the little yeah, uh, find your mark. service stations. You're on next. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'll have like stations set up throughout a gym. Usually, we usually do them at a church house, and we will have like tables set up where you can, uh, you know, write letters to people serving missions. You can write letters to people who are serving in the military. Uh, you can draw something for somebody at Primary Children's, and so we'll have those stations set up. So there'll be a time to go through and go and do those different stations, and then all of the family members that are like kind of the like my parents and her siblings they make the meals in these big kitchens and so they're just constantly behind the scenes putting together turkeys and stuffings and mashed potatoes and all your traditional thanksgiving stuffings. fare Ew. i don't i don't like stuffing like in general but then when i found out like probably two years ago how it was made <laughs> i really grew i thought it came out of the stovetop box i didn't know you stuck it inside of a turkey but that's disgusting that's why they call it stuffing i well i know i i didn't know that though i thought <laughs> Because there's a lot of bread, and so after you ate it, you were stuffed. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. So going back to the whole service thing, uh, writing the letters, that's what I like. One thing that I think is catching on more and should catch on more is using Thanksgiving is just the one time. I know Christmas, you know, you're altruistic, you're giving gifts and stuff like that, but you're also, there's some sort of underlying expectations there for receiving things as well. Thanksgiving's great because you don't exchange things, you but you still think of others and you act on that, I guess, ah. is the thing that's cool. In spite of the over-the-top stuff you were talking about, you have to admit that does put you in a certain you know headspace where you can kind of get into the other stuff a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, it is always focused on serving, giving thanks, giving back, showing gratitude. And one of the traditions that we've just started this year and it's been part of the vlog because it's been fun for people to watch and kind of spread that pay it forward mentality is turning it into a month of service and gratitude. Because I think like we were talking about earlier, when people skip from Halloween straight to Christmas, they miss that month of opportunity to be focused on more charitable giving, being grateful for the things that we have. You immediately go into the things that you want and you skip over being grateful for the things that you have. So we've tried to set up a November gratitude bucket list where we knock something off every day to show gratitude to someone else or to serve someone else in November. Share your gratitude bucket list. Again, at listen to look, all one word. This is how we bingham. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Use the hashtag grateful. Share your bucket list. It's just so we know what you're referencing there. Because that's really cool. Yeah. And honestly, I can Spread say... Spread the love. At first, I thought it was like a fun idea to give us ideas for vlog content. Because, you know, uh, you want to be able to 
put out a positive message when you've got a platform, when people are actually listening and paying attention. So we felt like it was something we could do to put out a positive vibe. But the impact that we've seen in our own home and with our own kids has been something we didn't expect. They have been very service-minded, very gratitude-oriented this month. And uh, I can just see a difference in them when we ask them, what do you want to do today? Typically, we mean like for the vlog, do you guys want to go to like a water park? Do you want to go do something crazy, epic, and rad? And they'll say, oh, let's get one of our service items knocked off. Let's go take a neighbor cookies. Let's I love that you give them the choice too. I will say that was one thing my parents were always good at is they would put the option out there and say, hey, we, sh we should probably, you know, this is what should be done. This is what can be done. But what do you want to do? Yeah. Putting the option there it makes all the difference because otherwise people get resentful and well, and what's Bad been taste. huge to me is that like as a kid, I would expect them to 99% of the time choose the fun, non-service oriented option. But even just as I was coming here today, uh, my wife was out picking up our new Christmas tree. I was home with the kids. I was getting ready to leave and they took it on themselves. They could have been sitting around watching YouTube, Netflix, going out in the neighborhood. They did all the dishes in the house, cleaned the family room and the kitchen so that when my wife got home, she'd come home to a clean house. And I don't think they're doing that if it wasn't for the fact that we've been focusing so much this month on service and gratitude. That's awesome. Okay, so you've covered a few traditions, uh, Thanksgiving traditions you guys are doing. You got the whole song and dance, the charity stuff. When does dinner take place? Is that pretty early on? So if my if it's at my in-laws, it's pretty early on, like noon-ish. Um, if it's with my parents, my family, uh, that can change. Sometimes it's in the middle of the day, and then you do a bunch of activities after. Some families like to end the whole activity with the big dinner where we sit down and we eat together, and then we kind of clean up and go home, go our separate ways. So it just depends. There's not really like a set time that's standard for us. So things wind down pretty much, you know, after the dinner. and you After the dinner is usually stuff. the end of it. There's a, usually a lot of cleanup when it's my family side because you've set up tables and chairs, and there's just like scraps yeah, from the crafts you've been cutting out. So there's a lot of cleanup involved in that. One. You've rented a circus tent. Yeah, yeah. It's and, miserable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag grateful. So pretty typical other than the other stuff that we talked about. The, um, mine's obviously pretty similar. We do the paintball thing. We, we clean up. Uh, we show up whoever's house it is. There's always shrimp cocktail. For some reason, that was we always do that a thing. Too. Yeah, you start that up, and it's got the little lettuce, uh, shredded lettuce in there. All this time, I thought we were so thing. unique. Yeah, me too. With that. We've done paintball and shrimp cocktail. It's, um, we might be related. And then slushy. There's like a grapefruit slushy thing that yeah, they make that has yours. like it's got like the grapefruit. It even has like the grapefruit pulp in it, which sounds mm. gross, but it's actually kind no, of good. No, that sounds amazing. I love grapefruit. It's very concentrated and frozen. Then you just put like one scoop, and then you fill it up with Seven Up, and you just stir it up. Mm. Oh, okay, we got a little mm. twist on that one. Mm. Seven Up, and it's like a pomegranate. But anyways, I hate cranberry by the way yeah I don't love the band hate the food <laughs> other than that nothing really there's nothing really that stands out i think yams is my favorite dish really okay yeah, so let's do I'm that real quick yams. favorite dishes because fruit to me i've done my yam research i know that they're healthy yeah they're yam good wait but I i'm thinking okay of the ones the... that are like layered in brown sugar marshmallows is that what you're talking about yeah that's yeah, those what's are talking. amazing dude. It turns into a syrup i should say yes, i mean it's yeah, not it a syrup that you put on it Ooh, imagine just putting syrup syrup on there yeah. on a yam hmm Yes, if you're in the movie. Buddy the elf would. He would put syrup on anything. <laughs> yeah. He'd put syrup on the Christmas tree and Is lick there it. Is sugar and syrup? Then yes. Thanksgiving. Do, do some charitable turkey gobbling. <laughs> and let's play a game, Brandon. Do you want oh to play a quick game? Yeah, I'm always down for a quick game. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to give you a series of questions. This is completely off the cuff, so bear with me here. Mm. 
Um, Your part or my part? Because I am unprepped for this. I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay, here we go. Both parts. Okay. So I'm going to throw out a few trivia questions about Thanksgiving, the real Thanksgiving. Oh, dude. You're going to look un-American. Okay, ready? Yeah. We're all un-American. Trust me. After reading this. About Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. So this is from an article uh, last year, or sorry, two years ago, 2016, Time Magazine, online article. What we really know about the first Thanksgiving. Oh, I have a feeling it's going to be bad. Hmm. Yep. Are these multiple choice or do I have to actually come up with an answer? Uh, Multiple choice. Okay, thank you. (laughs) We know how it is. Brandon Bingham. Present. The first Thanksgiving took place in which of these years? Okay, okay. 1621, 1630, 1626. What? Those are all in the 1600s, so... Did you give me three options on that one? Was it A, B, and C? A, 1621. Okay. B, 1630. C, 1626. C, 1626. Final answer. You're very close, but you are wrong. Oh, by Oh, so if you get—is it the gauntlet? <laughs> yeah, if you if you get more wrong than you do right, you have to do an entire episode of your vlog without a hat. You have to do an entire episode of your vlog without a hat. I'm wearing a hat right now, for people and it's backwards. Yeah, it always is. Are you surprised, everybody? <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to not be forty. <laughs> Question number two. After the pilgrims successfully harvested their crops in autumn of 1621. At least how many people gathered to eat and partake in games? I'm going to give you exact numbers because it has an exact number here. 350, 623, or 140. So I was honestly under the impression that it was a much smaller number than people think. So I was waiting for your like 12 number. Uh, But I'm going to go with C, the 100 and something. Okay, you got that one correct. Keep the hat on. All right, this one's easy. Another triple triple choice. Trip choice. Trip choice. The festivities went on for blank days. According oh to primary accounts, the nearest village of native Wampanoag people traveled on foot for about two days to attend. It takes so long to get somewhere, one said, that once you get there, you stay a while. <laughs> I can feel that, though, because that's what it feels like. I when just it- read that. <laughs> When I didn't know what that was going to say when I was reading it. it was, I thought it was going to be some quote. That's not a quote. That's just, yeah, I'm you know, you walk there and you stay I'm there. I'm trying to help you out, though, because when we go to Idaho, you just want to stay there, dude. That you don't. It's very long drive. And I'm not saying I want to stay in Idaho, but like once you've gone that far of a distance, you just kind of want it to last a little bit. How many days did they eat? Whoa. A, two days. B, three days. C, four days. B, three days. You're good, man. Oh, that hat. Dude. Something might about stay yeah, on. it's the the threes. I don't know. Yeah, it's, Thanksgiving, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of threes. It's like a long weekend, you know. Cornucopia. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite words, by the way. I'll use it for a lot of things. I'll be like, well, that's like what a, a cornucopia of you know X yeah. Y Z. Anything that's anything, my dad will call it a cornucopia. It's a cornucopia of fun. Cornucopia. Go get that cornucopia of tools. <laughs> oh, your toolbox. I don't think I ever heard of that. Last question. Okay, ready, ready. Which of the following years was Thanksgiving declared a national holiday? Oh. Prior to this, it was not called Thanksgiving. Okay. I'd like to know how that went, by the way. 
yeah, if like people actually said, gathered but prior to the technical They were getting together, but it wasn't called anything. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they still got together. Turkey Thursday or something. Uh, if you were alive before this year <laughs> that, I'm, that we're about to mention, uh, chime in. Which year was it declared a national holiday? 1910? Oh, wow. 1848 or 1863. Okay, I'm going to just tell you that I would have assumed it was a very long time ago until you just solicited listeners who had been alive <laughs> to chime in. If anybody was alive from the 1840s, <laughs> I'm going to say 1910. A 1910. You got that wrong, friend. Ah, you bamboozled me. 1863. Okay, so I never if you knew that were either. alive, then so definitely weigh in. The title of this is What We Really Know About the First Thanksgiving, but it should be titled... What We Have No Idea About yes. the First Thanksgiving. How many questions have I done? Uh, I want to say I think five-ish. You got, okay. Is it four or five. Did you win? I think it was three right, two wrong. I'll we'll have right. to go back and check the... You squirmed out of this one. You got on. three out of five right. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't know how many, so I'm head. just going to say, you got more right than you did wrong. I think. <laughs> so, looks like he'll be doffing his cap at you for just a little while longer, until the next time. Okay, well, there you go. Thanksgiving quiz. Stamp the pass st sticker on it. Give him a gold star, everybody. I'll take a gold star. Oh, hey, let's... I forgot. It's time for the next segment. Do you know what it is? Uh, pin the tail on the donkey. No, that was, we already did that. Oh. Before we recorded. It's called Guess oh. That. It's called Guess That Sound. What's that sound? Do you hear it? I hear it too. Mmm, this is scary. Thanksgiving dude. edition. Thanksgiving with Binghams. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Croutons from the Caesar salad. <laughs> You know, like African Police Academy that makes all the sound effects? That's what I'm thinking of. Michael right now. Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> How many Michael Winslow sounds can you do? Write in and tell us. <laughs> all right, I got a good one. Oh, that's not it. That's a Paul Simon song. All right. <laughs> that is when your uncle sees you throw the football laughing at your form as a quarterback. That's exactly the description on the file. <laughs> so it was a male laughing. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Okay, you are correct on that one. Okay. Cool. These are fun games. I'm sorry if it's too challenging. What is this sound? That is when your deep fried turkey tips over and sets your house on fire. And they have to dispatch, yes. correct. Yep, absolutely. Two for two, the man. Okay, what about this one? Uh, that is the sound of our audience when I upload a video with my picture in the thumbnail. Crickets. <laughs> three for three. <laughs> Woo. Uh, that's, all, that's all the sounds I got for today. Is that okay? Yeah, Maybe good. we can do more at another time or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Dude, thanks for being on the show. By the way, everybody, again, thank you for listening. This is all dependent, and Brandon knows what this is all like. Rate, review, subscribe. I'm actually glad to be back to the... So the first episode was more conversational like this. Right. And then we had... Um, which was kind of cool. I mean, I guess we're going to switch back and forth on the show. I kind of wanted to feel it out and see what the whole premise 
of the show was going to organically turn into. And I kind of like mixing it up every once in a while. Yeah. So you don't really know what's coming, but you know roughly. You could say it's like a cornucopia. <laughs> it's like a, um, gosh, I wish I had one of your titles to put in right here just to <laughs> drive it home. <laughs> I really enjoy these because there's a little bit more back and forth going on. We get to be, we get to say some dumb stuff. <laughs> so the first episode was kind of like that. And then uh, we had the two-part episode or series, I guess of my mom telling her true story. And this is crazy. If you guys haven't listened to this yet, I mean, this happens often out there. True crime is popular for that reason. But my mom tells her story about her boyfriend at the time was a suspect in a murder case. This girl went missing and it kind of goes through. And it's crazy. Like they get a psychic involved because they couldn't find her. Oh my gosh. The psychic tells her like where this person is staying, where she might be found. And it was where my mom's boyfriend like ex-boyfriend was living at the time wow so she's like whoa did he do it there's so many other elements involved and like these false clues you just yeah, gotta listen Netflix to like special and that was a little bit more serious you know we had a little bit of conversational tone throughout her the body of the episodes but uh i really like this a lot so we're gonna switch it up we're gonna go kind of back and forth next week we've got a really good episode Another person that, uh, just like most people will have on the show, that's kind of out there in your day-to-day life, and you find out something pretty cool that they did, and uh, kind of that whole process and the story behind it. Listen into that. Brandon, what's going on on your end? Uh, if you guys want to check out the about? daily vlog on YouTube, it is This Is How We Bingham. You can search Bingham, Bingham Family. Thankfully, not a lot of people are in the YouTube game with the last name Bingham, so if you just search Bingham, you'll find us. He needs uh, the followers. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You always could use some more people joining your uh, journey there. But yeah, we love it. We, uh, we're basically just like a big chaotic family that tries to find the positive in life's journey in every situation. We've had a lot of fun incidents like house floods, broken bones, all kinds of crazy stuff, and you just kind of make the best of it. So that's our shtick, and come yeah, join us on YouTube. That's what I like about it is it's the same family situation that a lot of people are in. Uh, there's no difference in environment. There's nothing on the show that detaches you right. from any other majority of audiences out there and the, and yet you make it so you've been able to be creative and make it so interesting that people stick with you that's why they watch day after day that's yeah, thanks too. um i'm a big fan you should be a big fan too learn how to bingham if you don't know how to bingham yet <laughs> you don't know we need to make a dance lived, so that when people say like you know the teach me how to dougie yeah i remember that but like teach me how to bingham and there should be a dance that goes with it i don't even care if it's the worm or something. Uh, my wife I can do the worm. It's like really impressive. It's just cool to say, like, I know how to yeah, do that. I know, I know how, how to bang him. him. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Tune in next week. And thanks again for listening to Look. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy.